Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. Hey, thank you again for joining us for the Something to Think About podcast. And this month we are starting a brand new series. We'll be looking on building a purpose-driven life. Today, we want to look on some of the keys that will help you to design that purpose-driven life. And we'll be focusing on the beginning, why it's important to actually do this. The next part of the series, we'll be looking on what exactly are the components that you'll need to design that life. We'll be looking on some of the reasons that will prevent you or shift your focus from designing that life, benefits of, of focusing and designing a purpose-driven life, and the steps. There are five keys. For that, we'll begin and focusing on 1 Timothy 4, verse 16. Focus on your life and your teaching. Continue to do what I have told you. If you do this, you will save yourself and others. So this week we want to dive into four reasons why it's important to design a purpose-driven life. And listen, why is it that you want to design a purpose-driven life? You want to live a life full of with fulfillment. Everything that you do every step of the way just brings you joy. You're using all your skill sets to to do what you love. And this, there's a saying that says, when you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So if you imagine every single day you wake up feeling refreshed, feeling overjoyed, ready to tackle the world, ready to do what is it that you are designed to do. If you have been following us um, in the previous series, you would have discovered that God wants you to live a life of building communities. That's our purpose. But each person have a different way of doing that and a different component but this this week now we want to narrow down that focus and there are four reasons why it's important to focus on your life to design it in such a way that you maximize all of your strengths so let's begin the first reason is that god has chosen you to build his holy temple First Chronicles 28 verse 10 says, So be careful because the Lord has chosen you to build the temple as his holy place. Be strong and do it. So let's dive into this now. What we want to look at in terms of your body is a temple. Your life is a temple. You are a vessel. So you want to ensure that you take very pride in, in doing what God sets you out to do. Think about what, what the scripture is saying, that you were chosen. You were chosen for a purpose. God chose you to do something very specific. And this very specific is to build the temple. In this specific reference was to build a temple in Jerusalem. But if you're looking on the modern day version of the temple, you are that temple. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you were chosen to build that temple for God to dwell there. It is his holy place. The reason why it's important to design a purpose-driven life is because God has chosen you and me to be his temple, to dwell 
where we are. He wants fellowship. He wants to build a community with us together. So here, why is it that you'd want to go around not doing, not using all of your skill sets, not using everything that, 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 that you are you are designed to do that you are built or created to do what why is it that you want to go around not utilizing the very thing that you do without even thinking about it that unique thing that is that that's thing that you you're very good at naturally you're gifted to do when you do it all you are thinking about you're not even thinking about it time passes and that's what i'm talking about and the first thing is that hey you were chosen to do this thing, right? If you are following in terms of the spiritual gifts from the last series that we did, we are talking about the gift of the teacher, the pastor, the evangelist, the administrator, or the apostle, and prophecy. Everything is broken down now into different segments when you're going into the motivational gifts, as well as the ministry gifts and the manifestation gifts. All of those things work together and that comes out in terms of who you are but the fivefold gifting is a broader category of where everything falls so you are chosen to do one of those things and that's where it starts being chosen to do this thing the second one is that when you do your work do it not for humans but do it for god second chronicles 19 6 he told the judges pay attention to what you're doing when you judge, you aren't doing it for human, but for the Lord. He will be with you when you hear a case. So here it is that there were judges that were set forth to do a particular job. They were instructed that, hey, whenever you are judging, don't do it because you are doing it for me or, for, or you are doing it for because you get pay or you are trying to do it because you are pleasing people. Do it because you are seeking God's approval. It's the same way you now when we're designing our lives and our work that we should do the thing that God wants us to do and do it in such a way that we want to please him. So that will bring into focus you now the quality of the work that you are going to do, what the standards that you want to live by, what are the outputs that you want, how is it that you want this thing to look and feel and the pride that you take in terms of the finished product. These things are very important when you're thinking about designing that purpose-driven life. You're looking on that the attitude that you take on is that, listen, the reason why this is important is because you're, you want, you take pride in that output. The attitude that you take is that, listen, you are working at a very high standard. You can't drop the ball. It's very important. And think about an example like this. Um, you're working at a bank, doing customer service, and somebody comes in and asking a question about a particular product or a procedure. And as opposed to giving the person all the details, you just tell them some basic information based on what they're asked. And they left, but they still end up in problems. I faced with a situation where I went to the tax office once and was collecting something on behalf of somebody and what end up happened was that I didn't get all the information necessary. What happened, I had to visit the tax office several times making corrections to a letter 
that would allow me to even go in the building to collect what I need to collect. And that's some of the detrimental things that can happen when you don't give all the information to somebody. So that's a, an example in terms of the attitude that you take and the pride that you take when it comes on to your work. Look on the flip side now, in terms of somebody ask you a question and you give them more than what they require. To help them know to think about what they're about to do to make a decision. So that's, what's, that's, that's a perfect example in terms of when you're doing your work, doing it because, do it because you're doing it for God, not because you're doing it for humans. And that will set your standards apart when you're, when you're looking to design and live a purpose-driven life. The third thing is that focusing on your purpose helps you to stay alert. And Mark 13 verse 9 says, Be on your guard. People will hand you over to the Jewish courts and whip you in their synagogues. You will stand in front of governors and kings to testify because of me. So what Jesus was saying to his disciples, stay alert. When you focus on your purpose and you design a purpose, you live a life based on your purpose, it will help you to stay alert. Meaning that you'll be on your guard. You'll be looking out for things that can pull you away from your purpose. Things that can cause you to destroy you walking on that path. You'll also watch out for what is ahead in terms of charting that course so you can walk in your purpose and continue to live that vision God has for you. You will also be aware of any obstacles that can prevent you and block you um, from reaching your destination. And you will be better able to know to prepare and to navigate what exactly you want to go and you'll know where you need to do and stuff like that. And, and perfect example in terms of doing research, um, reading widely, asking questions and seeking counsel before you make a step and evaluating all your options when you have a problem. The last thing when we stop here today is that it prevents you from worrying about life. And Luke 21 verse 34 says, make sure that you don't become drunk, hungover and worried about life. Then that day could suddenly catch you by surprise. So if being on guard and being alert is important, the next part of it now is in terms of not being worried about life. Because, hey, when you're on a path doing what you love, you wouldn't be worrying about everything else because, listen, everything, um, everything falls in place with what you're doing. You're on a path of doing what God wants you to do. You feel fulfilled about doing it, and everything just seems like it's working. It may not always be the case, but listen, when you focus on your life and design and living by your purpose, you won't be worried about anything else because you are doing everything that God sets out you for, to do. You're doing it the way he wants you to do it and you're getting the results that he told you that you are going to get. And listen, when he has your back and he is protecting and supporting you, you won't have anything to worry about. And listen, when you live a life and live out your purpose, the thing that won't happen is that you won't be thinking about what exactly what career moves that you need to move, do next. How is it that you're going to expand your income and take care of the expenses that you want to take care of? What exactly that you should be doing that will help you feel fulfilled? These are some of the questions that some persons ask. But because you're living on purpose, you won't be needed to ask those questions. The next step 
that will you need to do now be aligned so something to think about this week as you go about your week and as you reflect on the information listen and there are five reasons why you should start to focus on living a purpose-driven life one god has chosen you to build his temple you your temple your body your spirit your mind the second thing is that when you do your work, do it because you want to please God, not, you want, not because you want to please somebody else. Three, stay focused on where you're going. And four, don't worry about life because when you, you're living on purpose, your, all your needs will be taken care of. So there are some things I wanted to think about. Are you living for others or are you living to please God? Are you alert about where you're going and focus on what is happening around you? And are you worried about the next step that you want to take in your life? Or are you fully focused? If you're not, there are some things that you need to examine and evaluate. That's it for this week. That's where we end our discussion. And as always, God bless and wonder. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This podcast was also brought to you by RemlaMinistries.com. Resources to help you on your Christian journey, study guides, counseling, and more. For more information, visit our website at www.remlaministries.com.